ascendancy in every heart. Speak to every life and be glorified. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sit on top of your enemies. <laughs> wow, we all welcome to church. Amen. This noisy family, we have missed them very much. <laughs> very noisy family. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> but we are blessed to be here. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I'm happy to be sitting by you. Right, I think you should tell him nicely that I'm happy to be sitting by you. And again, tell him that you are, you are blessed to meet a very important person like me. Sharif, are you telling him? Tell Paul, he's not listening. Say it again. You are, you are blessed to meet an important person like me. Amen. Some of you don't know how important you are, but you are very, very, very important. Amen. Right. So I'm going to preach briefly, and I believe that God is going to minister to us. Say amen, somebody. I, um, a bishop, Jodagel Mills, asked me to send a special love to all of you here in Ibadan. Amen. And I believe that one day he'll come here by the grace of God. Amen. And um, I believe that this next week, Sunday, and the week after is Easter. Isn't it? Right. This Sunday, the week after is Easter. The upper week is Easter, isn't it? Right. So we are going to be having a very special Good Friday. That is not this Friday. Upper, the next Friday is going to be upper Friday. upper Friday. Yes. It's going to be Good Friday. We are going to have a special service. All the, what we call the UD, that denomination of churches that's, of which we are part of, we are all going to have a special one service with our prophet Bishop Daguerre Mills. Amen. We are going to be here um, at 3 p.m. of that Friday and watch a live message from him, from Accra, viewing into, you know, our church, we are blessed to be in over 90 countries. Amen. Some of you are planning to go to Germany. When you go, you go and find us there. You yeah. have said it. You have said amen. 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 <laughs> you want to leave and go to Germany? What a shock! <laughs> right? For visitation, I hear you. If you go to America, you find our church there. If you go to Togo, you find our church there. If you go to South Africa, you find our church there. We're in over 90 countries. But on Good Friday, we are all, all of us worldwide are going to view the service together. Watch it live as our prophets ministers to us. Um, and I believe that we shall be blessed. So prepare your mind. Good Friday is a very special day in a Christian's life. Every Christian has the day that we remember how Christ died on the cross for us. So we're going to have a special service and you need to plan to be here. But next Sunday, we still have a powerful service here. Amen. Say amen. Looks like we are doing shifting cultivation, isn't yeah. it? Have come, have, have, but it's part of it, we are, we are used to it. Amen. Say amen. 
But you, you have to be consistent. Say, I am consistent. Mary, are you going to be consistent? You got to come all the time. Emmanuel, you got to be consistent. Chica, consistent. Paul, consistent. Isn't it? Lady Pastor, she asked me that. Consistent. Somebody shout amen. Now, very important, all of us have to be consistent so that brides, you're going to be consistent. Amen. And I believe that God is going to bless us mightily. I'm going to share with you, last week I gave you these books. How many of you were not here last week? Can I see your hand? Last week you were not here. Okay. I have the copies of this book for everybody who was not here, apart from these people. <laughs> so if you are not here, lift your hand, they'll give you one of this book. If you are not here. <laughs> if you take it, see what I'll do to you. <laughs> hey, Paulina, you want one? And then just uh, put your hands down quickly. Shut up. All right. And I want us to be bringing it to church. Is that Viola? All right. Where, where is um, Sheriff? Where are your friends? I didn't see something. You're not here today. Couldn't come today. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, we'll give them. We'll give them. We'll give them. They are the, the mandate family. They are left out. Oh, you want to? I want to have one. Do you want one? Give the ladies, don't give the men. No, ladies, sir. Give the ladies. Yes, only. Yes. 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 Don't give the men. The men, they campaign. She can pay 20,000 for the book. Right. Now, this is one of the very simple down-to-earth books written by a bishop. And I'm going to be sharing with you from this book. Amen. Amen. And I believe that being in church today is a blessing and a privilege. Can I have an amen? amen? That you are sitting here to hear the word of God. I believe that God has a plan for your life. And God brought you here. Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. God has ordered your steps and brought you here. And I trust God that God is going to minister to you. Amen. Say amen. amen. Look, when I preach, people don't say amen. I begin to be uneasy. Do you understand? Because when they are preaching, nobody will say amen. Not knowing that my zip was opened. So, so these days, when people are saying amen, I have to go and hide behind the pulpit and check whether my zip, my flap is not open. Then I know that I'm, I'm covered. I'm preaching. So I'm going to start, I'm going to take a few chapters from this book. But to be a blessing to you. Is there a problem? It's all. Yeah, sure. Right. So if you have your book, lift it up, let me see. All those lift it up, let me see the book. Fantastic. If you don't have the book, you don't have it on your iPad or something. You don't have If you have the book, lift it up. Oh, wow. You have it. Hey, Peter, where's your book? Left at home. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now I'm going to share with you start from chapter one, and I'm going to share with you very very important uh, message today. Turn the Bible to John chapter fifteen. 
John chapter 15 and uh, from verse number 12. John chapter 15 and verse number 12. And then 13, 14. I'm going to read, we are going to read together. Just take the book out, just put the scriptures there rather than the look. Good. Now, um, let's all read together. If you have the book, it's the first verse in the book. But if you don't have the book, we will read it from the Bible directly. Ready, go. Come on, read. Ready, go. This is my commandment that you love one another. Greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends. Can we read again, all of us? Ready, go. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Ye are Amen. Now the Bible is saying that the Bible is describing types of love. We have less love, we have normal love, or we have greater love. Everything is either you have less money, enough money, or you have more money. Where do you stand? When it comes to money, where are you? You have less, you have just enough, or you have more. <laughs> Rosalind. So that's where we are. You see, some people have, don't have money at all. Their money is small. I tell you, just, just enough for Zobo. That's all. Some people have enough. Just one day, a, a, a lady told a prophet in the Bible, said that I have enough food only when I eat this one and I die. What a shock. Are you there? She, she had just enough. And somehow, more money. Have you met a rich man before? How many of you have met a very rich person before? Can I see your hand? All of you have not met a rich person before. <laughs> Precious. You, you, you haven't met me before. I was surprised that. It's a good. You haven't met me. You have not met a rich man before. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed that you, you didn't lift your hand and met a rich man like me. What a shock. Anyway, anyway, reach my feet. <laughs> but I met a very, very rich man, a very rich man before. The watch he was wearing, he told me the price of the watch was $50,000. The wrist watch was $50,000. That's what? 20 million. Yes. 20 million naira. That was the watch he was wearing. 20 million. One watch. <laughs> if, you get, if you get 20 million naira, what will you do now? <laughs> so if, if somebody gives you 20 million naira this morning, what will you do? <laughs> One day, there was a security man. This security man was in charge of a house. Then, 
my bishop and myself were chatting with him. And then we asked him, but several years ago, if somebody gave you $1,000, which is how many naira? I said, 50, 500,000 naira, what do we do? You know what the man said? He said, Master, I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? If somebody gives you 500,000 naira, he said, I'll kill myself. Because he has not seen some before. What a shock. One day God will bless and bless and bless you. If you didn't say amen, you are leaving yourself out. Shout amen. God will bless you. God will promote you. Your days of lack will end. You enter the abundance of God. You, under the, you enter the supply of God. Do you believe it? Anyway, so I'm talking about less, enough, and more or greater. So when it comes to love, we have less love, we have just enough love, and we have greater love. Amen. Amen. Less love, you know, sometimes when you want to marry somebody, you are interested in the person, you say, I love you. The person doesn't love you. Oh my are you still there? You love that when you see, when brother told the lady that when I see you, my heart moves from the left to the right. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> one, one, one brother told the lady that when I hear your voice, I want to jump three times. And the ladies also believe it. Why the men sometimes they are lying to you. Some men can lie, I tell you. Forgive. Are you sitting here? Anyone anyway, preaching to you? Amen. So there's less love, there's enough love, and there's more love. A brother, a friend of mine, told me he went to visit a lady that he liked. The lady was looking at when he went when he went to the lady's house. He was watching television. I said, "I'm busy." The man said he sat down for two hours. The lady didn't say one word to him. I said, I'm going. He said, bye bye, hurry up and go. There's <laughs> got less love. Zero love. Zero love. <laughs> Zero love. It's not good at all. Are you there? But I'm going to show you very, very quickly as we are learning today what greater love is. Somebody say, greater love. Greater love. I didn't hear you. Greater love. There are seven things that you should know about. Greater love, seven things that you should know this morning. And everybody is going to know it. Amen? Yeah. And we're going to live by it. And God is going to help us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Number one, there are different kinds of love. But Jesus' love is the greatest. Amen? Amen. There are different kinds of love. Different kinds of love. Love a boy, a boy and a girlfriend. That's what we're saying. Your brother may love you. Your girlfriend may love you. But man can die for you. I don't see. Don't spoil my girlfriend. Your girlfriend may love you. Your boyfriend may love you. But none can die for you. Only Jesus can die for you. Come on, shout amen. Amen. Because when 
says, I love you, ask him, what type of love are you talking about? Yes, qualify it. What type of love are you talking about? Is it the Jesus type of love or the just an ordinary type of love? Because some men, when they say, I love you, the man says, God does not want you to remove your skirt as a leader. How are how, how, how you quiet like you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. yes. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you still here? Yes. We are talking about Jesus' kind of love. Somebody say, Jesus' kind of love. Jesus kind of love. I didn't hear you. Shout, Jesus' kind of love. Right, that's what we are talking about too. There's a kind of love that surpasses a love that a boy has for the girl. That a man, that a, a, a woman has for a man. It's the kind of love that Jesus, because that is the greatest kind of love. Amen? Yeah. I said amen. Yeah. Now very, very important, and I'm saying this so that we will understand why we are in church. We are not in church just for God to prosper us. We're in church to experience the supernatural love of Jesus. Amen. Come on, shout amen. amen. Are you still there? What a blessing. Amen. What a blessing. Why, why, why are you squeezing all of us in like this? There's space for chief, captain, professor, champion. Why are you squeezing all of us? There's no chair everywhere. At the back everywhere, you see. You don't have to occupy every seat. Young ladies, you're welcome. We have been expecting you. If you knew where you see, you would have put ribbon on your chair. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Amen. I'm still preaching. Amen. Please give them a book, the book, because they just came, but they deserve. Yeah. Wow. All right. So I'm saying to all of us here, I'm saying to everybody hearing me here, that in life, you are going to experience love. Like, ask yourself, what type of love, laddie? They like ask him, what type of love? When the boy says, I love you, I say, hey, what love are you talking about? What love are you talking about? Because a, a man can tell seven people, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Seven girls at the same time. Simultaneous equation. What is it? I love you. I love you, Margaret. I love you, Lola. I love you, Joe. I love you. I love you. I love you. A shock. What type of love are you talking about? I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. I love this girl. I love my cats. I love my dog. I love my. I love my bed. I love everything. I love my. Every, what type of love are you talking about? <laughs> Amen. Are you still here? Mm. Many of us sitting here, especially ladies. Your heart has been broken before. Should I continue preaching? Because ladies say, when they fall in love, they fall in love properly. What a shock. Are you there? Yeah, I think I should go on quickly, otherwise we will not end the service. <laughs> Emmanuel, am I not speaking the truth? Yeah. Ladies, when they love, they love. Yeah. They love with everything. Yeah. 
So, so when you lay them down, when they went, when they went to a mental hospital, I saw a lady there. Mothers are devils. I said mothers are angels. 
Say amen. amen. The angels, they cared for us. When I was going to university, I always remember how my mother would sell her clothes to buy me suitcase to put in my clothes. My mother gave up everything. She sacrificed so much to look after me and to help me to be able to go to university. I mean, through my school all the time. I remember when I finished law school, I became a lawyer and I was also working as a pastor. One day I went to my village and I saw the landlord, the landlord where my mother lived. He was playing with my mother. He has locked the, the kitchen. He has locked the bathroom. He has everywhere. And it was a first so sad. And I remember all the sacrifice my mother made for me. And I told my mother that I'll build you a house. By the grace of God, you want you built her a house. Amen. And she moved in. The Bible is saying that can a woman forget her sucking child? Is it possible that a woman who has been pregnant for all these months and gone through all the labor pains, have you ever stood at the hospital and said, you heard a woman who is delivering at the, at the labor ward? They will insult their husband. Foolish man, come and see what has happened to me, oh! I mean, it's not easy at all. In Ghana, I don't know, Nigerians are different. But in Ghana, just think, you are going to recall what will happen when you are going to deliver. <laughs> what a shock. Now, I'm telling you, they will show that after all the pain, that after all that the woman has been through, there are times I've seen it. And I'm seeing, it shows what I'm saying. I've seen women who deliver and abandon their children. One day, you know, uh, uh, there was uh, in a certain one of the small towns in Ghana, there was uh, this man with a uh, 20 wheeler truck, big truck, with huge ties, articulated truck. He, had, he was driving and he got somewhere in the night and he was tired. So he slept. Uh, he, he, they parked the car, slept in the car. He and his other people in the, in the car, about four of them, three of them, they slept. Early morning, about 5 30 in the morning, he sparked his car, his truck, about to move the truck. And somebody shouted, went to hit the car. So he said, no, don't move the truck. What is happening? A woman had gone to deposit a little baby under the tire. Left the baby under the tire so that when the driver just moved the truck, the driver, I mean, smashes the baby and finishes the baby. Because nobody knows the reason. A little baby, one day old, one day old, just fresh baby, had been deposited there in the night. Maybe the, the woman didn't want the, of course, the woman didn't want the child. Of course, like, I don't need this child, it's gonna be a problem to me. And so maybe the, the, maybe the father of the child was not prepared to take it to the man. The woman said, I'm also abandoning the child. And deposited the baby there, so the trap will just ride the right and smash the baby. What will make what you make a person do that? This is the Bible is saying that can a woman forget her sucking child? That, like, I was, like I was telling you, my little daughter, when she was on my um, she was a little bit six months old, she was my wife was sitting and then she was uh, we were watching television, and my wife was I was sitting, my wife was sitting there, my baby was on my wife's lap, and then before I realized, my wife was going, hmm, sleeping. Then I said, no, 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 my baby can fall down. So I went and collected my baby. 
And I say, you can fall down. You can sleep till you fall down, no problem. But me, my baby is special to me. I will not let her fall down. So I went to collect my baby. I also went to sit down. And then she was, I left her to sleep till she dies. Anyway, not, 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 no, no, not, not sleep till she dies. <laughs> but anyway, I was, I was holding my baby. We're watching television. Before I realized, my wife was also calm. Give me, give me, give me my baby. Not knowing I was also sleeping. What a shock. And she said, give my baby and you can sleep till you fall down. It's up to you. What a shock. I said, what a shock. I said, what a shock. Can a woman forget her second child? Can a woman forget her second child? That she and will not have compassion on her? Bible says, yes, she may forget. Remember in the Bible there was an encounter. A time when there was so much famine in the land, there was so many hunger and famine that the people were wondering what is going to happen to a point that one lady brought her baby to her friends. And they killed the baby, put her in the pots, and boiled the baby, and they grilled, so they boiled one of the two of the legs, they grilled two of the hands, and then they fried uh, the, everything. They just had to, they ate the baby. In the Bible, they ate the human being. Bible says, when a woman, a, a, a child that you give birth to, you will eat your child. A time comes, I tell you. When only God matters in our lives. Amen. Can I have an amen? Yeah. I say, yes, she will forget. But I, the Lord, will never forget you. The Lord will never forget you. Yeah. I said, the Lord will never forget you. Yeah. The Lord is on your side. Yeah. The Lord is with you. Yeah. The Lord will help you. Shut in name. That is why I love God. That's why I keep saying, that's why I come to church. That's why I, it's not a bother for me to come to church. Because I'm coming to meet my creator, my lover, the one who makes a difference in my life. When everything is said and done, only God will matter in our lives. Shout amen again. Am I talking to you? Am I speaking to anybody here? Have you called somebody that you thought is important to you? And when you call, the person didn't answer the call. Yes, you can see the person online and you, you send WhatsApp, no response. You call WhatsApp, no You call the number and no response. What a shock. Yeah. But God, there's not a single day that he will not answer your call. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? Amen. I said amen. amen. When you read this book, it let me just mention the points quickly and then we'll be wrapping up. But today, as you sit in church, I want your life and your mind to go beyond the love that a man has for a man. Go to receive the love that Christ has for you. That's the greatest love. I said, that's the greatest love. Say amen. amen. So love Jesus is greater than the love that brothers, uh, love of brothers. Amen. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of women. Hmm. Hmm. I tell you, Hmm. That's another problem. <laughs> Take time and read the book when you go home. The love of Jesus is greater than the love for a nation. I know that Nigerians are very nationalistic, which is beautiful. You are more loyal to a nation than Ghanaians. Wow. Nigerians are more loyal to their nation than Ghanaians. 
tell you that I've, I've traveled so worldwide. I've been to more than 30 countries or 40, and I've seen, I've met against everywhere. And you can feel a certain loyalty for them. Even if things are not working, they are still loyal to their nation. Even if their parents not working, they are still loyal. <laughs> Even if you cannot get ice, ice cubes, ice blocks from your fridge, they are still loyal. It's not it's when. <laughs> what a shock. Are you still here? It's beautiful. The loyalty that you have for this man, but the love of Jesus is more, most is stronger than the love for a nation. Amen? Again, let me quickly move on because I need to close now. But I feel blessed already. I said, I feel blessed already. Amen. The love of Jesus is greater than love that a man has for. Uh, 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 for a woman has for the child. One day there was a man, an arm robber came to his house. <laughs> and then he told the wife, Go and check on them, I'm coming. <laughs> right, you understand what I'm saying? You are in the house, and arm robbers have come. Sheriff, have you seen what your children are doing? You see, Sheriff is not minding that touch. Oppression is your problem, so sort them out. <laughs> now listen, the man, our brothers have come to the house. The, the man I'm talking about is a very thick and tall man. Taller than Peter. You are not the one. Taller than Pastor Peter. Brother, with a big pot belly. <laughs> you hear our brothers are trying to break. <laughs> to the wife. I'm coming. So she, he went after us. When the wife, when the wife ran up, he couldn't find a man. No, do you know where the man was? The man was in the deep freezer. What a shock! I don't want to say what a shock. What a shock! The man was in the deep freezer. Each one for yourself, go for us all. I tell you. <laughs> he wanted to chill. But I'm saying that Jesus Christ said, when death was coming, he said, I'm going to face death for you. I'm going to, I'm, I will carry your son. I'll carry your problem. I'll carry your issue. I'll carry your burden. Greater love has no man than this love. That is still the real love. Can I have an amen? Amen. Let's go on. I'm finishing now. Number six. The love of Jesus is greater. It's greater love because he sacrificed himself for us. Say amen. Amen. First John chapter 3 verse 16. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down life one for another. But we say that well, the reason why we understand the love of God is that He laid down His life for us. That is the love of Christ. That's the love of Christ. He laid down His life for us. That's the love of Christ. Amen? Amen. Number seven. The love, but we say that how shall we escape? If we neglect such great love. Look at Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. 
Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3. Find it quickly. Are you on WhatsApp or you are in the scriptures? But the person you are saying what's up to, he will not mind you. <laughs> anyway, have you seen the scripture? Look at Hebrews chapter what? Verse 3. Can we all read it if you don't mind? Everybody, if you have the book, it's there. If you don't have the book, it's on the screen. But the book, page 11, the last part. It says, can we read it? Will you go? How shall we escape? If we neglect some great salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord. Amen. How shall we escape if we neglect such great love? Look, when I was growing up, I, I told you, I didn't have a father who looked after me. My father was a wealthy man, by, at least by what I knew. At the time, he used to work in a good bank and all that. But as far as he was concerned, I don't exist. Every time in school, from secondary school through university, through my five years of um, law school, I mean, studying university and all that, my father didn't pay one, one dollar for my school fees. I remember, you know, in school, every day people owe school fees. My name has to be number one. If my name is number two, it's a mistake. What? What a shock. He said you are broke. I'll be more broke than you. I'll be more broke than you. I mean, when the, when the headmaster comes to the class, and said the four students owe school fees. Number one, the whole class will go. He ate his Because I have to be number one. I have to, otherwise it's a mistake. Throughout. Throughout. I struggled along the pathway. I told you I went to university with my clothes in an empty milk carton. That's why I went to university. Empty milk carton. Struggled all through. Sometimes I wondered, why am I, what am I doing in life? What is life? What, 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 is, what did I do? Am I, I'm just a product of entertainment. Say, Bishop, explain. Entertainment between my father and my mother, and I came. They were having entertainment one Saturday evening. And then I'm, I'm sure my mother got pregnant. So I'm a product of entertainment. What a shock. But that is it. The struggles I went through and all that. And so on. I could see sometime, I remember one day, I was a young, I was playing football with my friends. And then my father passed him, I said, the man passing by is my father. They say, oh, it's not true. So he passed. I said, good morning, young man. I said, good morning. And he passed. Even for the day I qualified as a lawyer and I've been caught in the bar in 1988, 1st of October, 1988. Man, what a shock. <laughs> I finished school. I was being caught in the bar by the chief justice of Ghana and all the judges and the senior lawyers of all Ghana. big for you. Everyone was supposed to invite two people. That's the first time I sent an invitation to my father that I'm being, I become a lawyer. He didn't even know me. And he came for the function. He attended the call to the bar. I remember how he came, he got the A, the program was listed at 9. He got there at 6 a.m. So when I go there, the security man, the elder said, 
Hey, Mr. Saki, a certain man has been looking for you since 6 a.m. So as he was talking, he said, that's the man coming. The man coming. So as my father was approaching, come. as he was approaching, he didn't know. <laughs> You're too short to do my father. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know that I was a son. So I said, good morning, he said. He said, good morning, young man. And he passed by. Then I said, daddy. He said, oh, is that you? That was the first time ever I had my father. And when I had I couldn't even, I couldn't even release my hand. I was just crying. First time ever in my life. The struggles I've been through, all the pain, I'm telling you. That is why you must take the love of Jesus seriously. Somebody say amen. Amen. Because men will not be there all the time. But God will be there for you. Amen. Shout amen. amen. God will be there for you. Amen. Sheriff was telling me, when he finished university, when he finished school, he was going to look for a job. He finished he was going to look for a job. So, okay, you are qualified. But do you know anybody? <laughs> do you know any who knows you? Who do you know? Yes. Not what do you know, but who do you know? It's not the pharmacy that you are learning. Chica, that is going to make it. It's a God that you know that will make you the difference in your life. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It matters who you know. Right. It matters who you know. As you're sitting in church this morning, there's a reason why you're sitting. I'm telling you, there's a reason. May you have an encounter with God. And I'm ending now. So today, the Bible says, how shall we escape? If you neglect the beauty of salvation, if you don't embrace this love, there's no way of escape. If you don't embrace and receive this love of God in your life, my brother, what's your name? Toby. Toby. Beautiful. Toby is one of the commonest names, isn't it? I've heard, I've met about seven Tobys so far. For my four weeks in, here in this country. No, I'm telling you. Bible says that how shall we escape if we neglect so great the way of salvation? If so much has been done for you, so much I'll pay the price for your son. I'll pay the price for your son. I'll stand in, I'll go and embrace death. I'll embrace all that, I will take it for you. Is that Maxwell? I'm happy to see you. I, 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 I'm, I'm so happy to see you all the time. All the time. Now listen, somebody has embraced your sin, your evil, everything you have done wrong, he said, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. Years back, I was doing a case where I should go to court acting before I came full time. I was doing a case in court. This man was supposed to be a murderer. He was supposed to accuse somebody on his farm. And we were defending the supposed criminal. And uh, myself and uh, my bishop's wife was also a lawyer. We were working in the same office and then senior lawyer. So the case was, my senior lawyer traveled, the case was left me to do, to handle. And we thought that it was a case of self-defense because this man had, uh, was in his farm and claimed that somebody came to steal on the farm and then when he tried to uh, apprehend this man, the man turned and threw the cutlass and he dodged and also took the cutlass and sliced the man's stomach. And then uh, 
and just as out. So when defending this criminal, because we thought that it is a case of self-defense, because some of the attacks you and those are attacked. But so many witnesses were, were brought and various things. At the end of the case, I made my submissions and all that. At the end of the case, the judge called the jury and gave the jury a direction. The jury went out and came back with a unanimous verdict. The judge asked them, Do you have a unanimous verdict? said, We have a unanimous verdict. He said, What is your verdict? He said, We find the accused guilty of murder. His wife collapsed in court. And I remember how we stood in the car. I was so confused. I was so sad because I thought, we really thought the guy had a okay. But he was sentenced to, I mean, he, he was guilty of murder. And then the judge sentenced the man to death by hanging. He was supposed to be hanged. So my senior lawyer came. He traveled, he came back. And then this one was in prison now. They're waiting for a date that he'll be executed. So when the date, when Vasile uh, came, he said, don't worry. You're a young lawyer. I was just a young lawyer who had finished school a few years. He said, don't worry. This case, we are taking it up to the superior court. And my senior lawyer told me the superior court had the power to change the verdict of the inferior court. So he took the matter up. They brought in other various things and so on. And by the time the case was over, it was two years. The guy had been in custody for two years. So finally, when the case was called and judgment was given, the guy was brought to court. And the three judges of the Court of Appeal, they had to give a judgment. And they said, we find the accused not guilty of murder, but guilty of unlawful harm that caused death. But so, so now, we sentenced the accused to two years in prison. And then they said, in the meantime, he has been in custody for two years. So he has said his sentence already. He's free to go home. Today, your sentence has been served already. Christ has paid for the penalty of your sin. Shout amen. You are free to go home free of charge. To love God free of charge. To enjoy the blessing of God. The devil cannot accuse you again. The devil cannot sentence you again. The devil cannot destroy your life again. The penalty for your sin has been paid. So, can you imagine what happened? Shall I tell you what happened? When the judgment was given, the, 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 the accused person was standing there, was looking at us. And the court class said, you are free, go home. Said, I am free, I should go home. Said, yes. So, he left the court building. We thought he was waiting for us downstairs. When we went to, when we went out of the court building, we couldn't find him. <laughs> Where is this man? Let's say he lives, what are the areas? He lives at the UI area, the distance from where he lived to the court. We couldn't find a man around the court. So, we, maybe the court is here, here, the UI, we couldn't find him. So we kept on looking, so we sat in our car to go to the man's house. When we got home, he was already at home. Thank you. He didn't take a car, he ran. He ran from the place all the way home. It was, it was a bedroom and he unlocked the door. So when they knocked the door, he said, open, the lawyers are here. So they opened. So I said, why did you do that? He said, maybe they made a mistake. What about if they changed their minds? 
What a show. <laughs> Are you there? Christ has prayed for your sin. May you embrace the love of God. May you embrace the love of Jesus. May the blood of Jesus wash away all your sin. From today, you're walking in liberty. You're walking in freedom. You're walking under the protection of God. Stand to your feet, everybody. And clap your hands for the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Lift your two hands with me. I want to pray today. Thank you, Father. I want you to say thank you to the Lord for this moment. Just thank him. Thank him for this moment. Thank him for his word. Thank him for the opportunity we have to experience his love. Father, I thank you. I pray for everyone that is lifted today. I'm asking you to take control of your life, over their lives. Every one of you here, pray this morning and ask Jesus, take my life. I hand over my life to you. This is the greater love, the greater love, greater love. The greatest of every love is the love of Jesus for us. Today, I receive Jesus. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for the blessing. Father, I pray for everyone here. I pray for your mercy. I pray for your blessing. I pray for your grace. I pray you stretch your hand of mercy and touch every one of us. Reveal your kindness to us. May we experience you in our lives. May we experience your mercy in our lives. May we experience your kindness in our lives. Touch every one of us here. May we have an encounter with you. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Now, before we sit, I'd like us to bow our heads again and pray. Just bow our heads. Be close your eyes with me and bow your heads. I want you today. Maybe somebody invited you to come and you came. Somebody said, let's go and you came to church. But you are not sure you are born again. Today, this moment, this very moment, how shall you escape if you neglect so great a way of salvation? If you are here right now, you need Jesus in your life. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand and I shall pray for you. God bless you. Lift up your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. Lift it. Let it go higher than your head. I really want to pray for you. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. Wonderful. God bless you. God bless you. Lift your right hand if you want to be born again this moment. I really want you to pray for you specially. Father, thank you for this hand. Now say this prayer with me and the whole church join us as we pray. Say with me, Dear Lord Jesus, this Sunday morning, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart. Help me to serve you the rest of my days. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart. From this moment, I am your child. I will save you the rest of my life. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you again for all those who have surrendered their life to you. Let today make a day of a new beginning for them. I give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen.
clap your hands for the Lord. And you may be seated. Wonderful. Wow. Are you excited you came to church? Are you happy you came to church? I can't hear you. Wow. Are you happy you are in church? What a blessing. What a blessing. Beautiful. Well, now um, I want you to, this book, I give you a very important book. I want you to keep it. The number on the screen is the number right here. No, don't, don't change it. Um, yeah. You see the picture of this handsome man? I'm so surprised I'm huh? My pictures are more handsome than the real person. I don't know why. Anyway, this is the number of the church. You can always, I want you to save this number. Save this number. Get in touch with us. What's your name? What's your names, my dear friends? Debbie and Erica. Super. What a blessing. Right. So save this number. This is our number. Um, so you can also contact us and we also contact you. Get in touch with you. All right. Toby, have you seen the number yet? Fantastic. It's a blessing. And I believe that God is going to be glorified in our lives. Amen. Next Sunday is another special Sunday. Yes. I came to Ibadan because of you. So you must be here. Amen. Otherwise, it's not fair that from, from Accra to Ibadan is far. It's very far from, from UI to uh, cutting, cutting uh, gates. Cutting gates. Very far. Yes. So please, let's have the many things that God wants to do in our lives. And we are going to be continuing. Sheriff, I know you live two hours away, but Ghana is far, far more than where you live. Uh, but you're going to get closer in Jesus' name. Say amen. Even Obama shop is not as far as Accra. You know where it's far. So come and let's have great times again. God is going to bless us. Amen. I want us to give an offering and also if you're tithe, we believe in paying tithes. So if you pay, I mean, tithes, 10% of all that God blesses you. Amen. There are many more books I'll be giving you from the bishop. All right? So very, very good book. That'll be a blessing to you. But I want you to take out your offering. Everybody, take out a very, very good offering. You have your tithe. Also, take out your tithe. I want us to give and bless the Lord as we close the service. Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. Hey, Peter, I said, Offering. This is a look at your iPad. I said, Offering. So, when you say offering, and then you start doing other things, take out an offering. Take out. <laughs> take out 50,000. Take out 20,000. Take out 10,000. Take out 5,000. What, 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 eh? Uh, uh, Reverend. What is it? Uh, Reverend, you just said it's very important. Somebody I've not met for many years. So I've missed you a long time. I want to give you an offering. I want to give you a gift. Let me put his son in his pocket and gives you 15 naira. Will you be happy? You have not seen me for three years. You have given me some, give, give me 15 naira. What do you mean? So I want us to bless the Lord very well. Can I have an amen? amen. Lift your hands up and let's pray. Lift your offering up in your hands as you pray, everybody. Father, we ask you to bless our offering and bless our giving in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, I shall receive the offering as we get ready to close the service.